0: Oh, hi audience, what's up? It's Greg Sistero here to introduce you to the True Blue Riftcast, where they talk about amazing movies, bad movies, and everything in between. So you're listening to the True Blue Riftcast. Enjoy it. Thank you, Greg Sistero. This is indeed the True Blue Riffcast, Cast, the number one riff Tracks podcast in the world. I am joined, as always, by Dave. How's it going, Dave? Maybe? <laughs> oh, so perfect. Okay. <clears throat> so if you can't tell, we are trying out something different here. And that means that you get uh, a look at all of the bugs. You get all the behind-the-scenes uh, goof-ups and things that uh, that aren't working. <laughs> And it looks like right now Dave is not working. Now, this does happen from time to time uh, where he loses a connection or whatever, and he's got to come back, and that's what he's doing right now. It looks like he's uh, resetting his connection, and yeah. Uh, The song before that that you heard, of course, uh, is our theme song. We still use it for our end credits, um, but it used to be our intro too, and that was Rock Till You Die by Songwriter X and the Skeleton Band. Uh, make sure you go check them out. They're on YouTube, uh, YouTube Music. You can find all their stuff up there. And they're probably elsewhere, like on Amazon and stuff like that. Uh, in fact, I think that's where I bought their song before was through Amazon. Uh, but uh, if if you've never heard the podcast before, it's me and usually Dave Chadwick, uh, <laughs> my co-host. and We talk about all things Riff Tracks. Uh, we talk about other movies as well, and we also talk about uh, a few other things. Uh, usually we talk about The Mandalorian in depth, just because we both really, really, really like that show. And special hello to the one and only Matthew J. Elliot, who is here in chat with us. And uh, see, this is one that he could join and not kill everything like what happened before uh, at the beginning of the season. Now, today we are going to be talking about uh, the much-anticipated and finally-here release of Baby Ghost, the one that uh, we've been riding them uh, pretty hard to do for the last uh, couple years, and especially since uh, Connor and Sean informed us that they were trying to get it done and so I personally have been harassing them every chance I got in any special live broadcast that they did or anything like that. Uh it's an honor to have you here, sir, Matthew J. Elliott. Uh now some of this uh might sound a little weird when uh when it when it gets published later today. This is going to go up uh within a few hours, uh, simply because I'm gonna still be streaming afterward. Uh, so I'm obviously not going to be able to do it then. But uh, I, I'm probably not going to edit this out. The whole point to doing this live is that this is how it's going to be. This is going to be the podcast, uh, and then it's going to go up. That way we don't have to wait for me to uh, to be uh, have enough free time to edit. Uh, that way I can just take the audio, post it, and we're good to go and i'm literally just going to copy it uh from the stream simply because i did not we're not using the, the right uh <laughs> dave just sent me a message and he's like i lost you lost you at the the uh the worst possible time my entire internet just died right as the show started <laughs> Oh, Dave, Dave, Dave. Dave uh doesn't appear to always have the best uh internet service. Uh anybody who's Yes. You have Dave had Dave at hello and promptly lost him again. <laughs> yes, anybody who's uh who's been on the show uh can probably attest to the fact that uh Dave's had some internet issues in the past while we were recording but <clears throat> <sighs> so we're just going to uh I'm just going to I'm going to do what I had planned to do at the beginning here. Uh yesterday for those of you who who normally follow me here on Twitch uh where we're broadcasting from uh I was trying to purchase, because I have a sickness, I was trying to purchase... Uh, I would have no need to screw with this, Dave. <laughs> Matthew J. Elliott, folks, is just tearing up the chat, and it's amazing. I love it. Uh, yesterday, I was trying to purchase the flaming Hot flavor of Mountain Dew, the new novelty flavor that they released, uh, it went live around this time yesterday, and I was live trying to buy it because I knew it was going to be a hassle. And, of course, it was. The the website crashed, and you couldn't get through to fill out your billing information or your shipping information uh, or your payment information. And it was just it was like it was going through molasses. It was terrible. It was so slow. It finally started loading like it took five minutes for one part to load up I got my information filled in I got all the way to entering my payment information and hitting the button for processing the payment it loaded up saying that it was processing and it sat there for about 20 minutes the little indicator was still spinning around on the bottom of the screen so I knew it was actually trying to do something and then I loaded up their, uh their Twitter account and they're like, hey, it's sold out. Sorry if you had problems with the website. It was literally, I was trying to buy it for over an hour. And everybody else was having issues. Everybody on the, the Twitter the Twitter account, the, the replies, were just talking about how bad it was, how they couldn't get to anything. And then it sells out. And then immediately it's up on eBay for $100 for a four-pack. That was $12 through Mountain Dew. And y'all, I have never rage quit anything on Twitch before. And I rage quit yesterday. <laughs> like I was I was like, that's it, I'm done. It's over. I've sat here for an hour and uh this, this just happened and I was so mad. I was so angry over stupid a, a terrible flavor of Mountain Dew that I was going to hate when I tried it. But I really wanted to try it because I have a sickness. Anybody who's seen anything that I've posted knows that I love to try the gross and weird unusual flavors. Well, Matthew, can't get Mountain Dew at all in the UK, I think, but with Brexhaven, you can barely get salt or flour. Yeah, I, uh... I don't envy that. I mean, we can at least still get Uh, you know, basics, basic necessities here, base, basic pantry staples. Uh, of course, you know, (laughs) we've got our own problems over here, and we're not gonna get into. I rage quit season one of Gotham after Will Smith's wife gouged her own. Oh, what? Oh, that's a thing that happened. I never got around to watching that show, so I'm kind of glad that I didn't. And uh. Yeah, Matthew, Matthew, uh, Dave is attempting to to re-enter our little voice. Uh, that's disgusting, Matthew. Like I can't believe that's that's a thing. Uh, late in season one. Oh yeah, that's you know I rage quit. Uh, well, I didn't rage quit, but I decided I wasn't gonna watch anymore with a Star Trek Picard uh, after season two or episode two rather, uh, because they started dropping f bombs and for me that's not star trek. You know, you don't need you don't need that in star trek. It felt it just it really took me right out of what I was watching and I just decided I I don't need that in my star trek so I turned it off. I I've never I watched the first couple episodes of discovery and uh they did swear in that also. Yeah, Picard is a struggle to watch. I I feel bad because I love the next generation. Love it. And I mean I I like Deep Space 9 and you know all that stuff. Voyager was okay. I had a good the uh, insane captain and I loved it. Speaking of struggles, Matthew. <laughs> uh but yeah, we're as soon as Dave rejoins us, we're going to be discussing uh Baby Ghost and Rift Tracks Live. Hobgoblins. We had a Oh. She's joining the Doctor Who universe. Nice. That should be interesting. Uh I keep getting distracted by Matthew's chats. Uh we had a live show for the first time in in 2 years. And oh my gosh, it felt so good to be back in the theaters watching Rift Tracks, and uh, t- should be tearing. Oh, a Torchwood audio spinoff, nice. Um, and of course we'll be we'll be talking about the short uh, from beforehand, uh, Life in a Medieval Town. Which uh, had a very interesting callback to one of the best uh, Rift Tracks releases of this year so far, uh, and I'm going to we're just going to keep things going here because it doesn't make sense not to. It's a little weird doing it one sided, but it is what it is. Uh, we're going to talk about the uh, box office results from this past weekend. Now, uh, real quick. A note about the show here, we are going to be doing uh, live shows every Sunday night, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, simply because that is basically the only day of the week where I will be home at that point in time from work, regardless of my schedule. Uh, everything else, I if I close, I work until 10, so. but Sundays we close a little earlier, so With my full-time schedule at my new job, uh, it's made things a little more difficult. And, of course, my dog barking isn't... Sorry, the mailman's here. (laughs) Just give me just a second. Uh, Yes, Matthew, you had the opportunity to see... If Dave shows up, I might just rage quit. Put the mailman on. I want to hear his opinion. (laughs) Uh, The only opinions you'd be hearing right now is that of my dogs, uh, who hate the mailman. You know, he's not always my best friend either because he brings me bills and stuff. But Uh, Let's just jump into the box office results for last weekend because things are happening again. You can actually go see movies. In fact, I'm planning uh, this Friday to go see Shang-Chi in theaters, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to this one. I've heard some really good things about it. But our box office results from this past weekend, Candyman, uh, the sequel to the original. It's not a remake. It's a sequel. They're, they're following the, the trend of naming a sequel to a movie that came out 30 years ago uh, just with the same title or adding a the in front of it. And it being a sequel to the original movie, and usually they disregard the other sequels that came out closer to the time that the original came out it's weird it's it's a it's a weird trend but it's interesting uh it's okay dave we understand <laughs> we understand you're trying to get back in uh but candyman number one twenty two million dollars which is still low you know but it's it's Trending in the right direction. Uh, Free guy coming in number two with uh, 13 million, which is another movie that I'd like to go see. Uh, Paw Patrol the movie taking in over six million, which is interesting because you can watch it at home, no additional charge uh, outside of the membership fee on Paramount Plus. So, I mean, it still took in over six million in the theater, so that's pretty good. Jungle Cruise coming in at number four. Don't breathe. Two. I don't even know what "Don't Breathe" is. Is that like the Asylum knockoff to a quiet place? Don't breathe. I. I don't know. Sequel set in the years following the initial deadly home invasion, where Norman Nordstrom lives in quiet solace until his past sins catch up to him. I have no idea. I've never heard of that before. Free Guy is fun and way better than. Yes, I've heard that it's way better than ready player 1 and that's part of the reason why I want to see it because I hate ready player 1 so much uh I spent decades pronouncing Shang-Chi wrong. I did too. I thought it was Shang-Chi um and then I you know the trailer came out and he's like uh oh, Shang and I'm like, "Oh, okay. I feel like they put that that scene in the movie specifically so people could start saying the name of the character properly." Uh, I'm so damn old. I remember when he was the son of Fu Manchu in the comics. Yeah, yeah, he's. Uh... <laughs> I mean, you're not you're not that much older than I am, Matthew. I, I think we're relatively close to the same age. Um... Don't mind me. I'm just dropping stuff over here. That was during the. Could be. I I don't I don't know. I'm not. I I'm slightly familiar with the character of Shang Chi. I'm not like uh, an expert in in uh, anything that has to do with that character. I just know that uh, he is the master of martial arts. He's the best hand to hand fighter in the comics, and he trained a lot of the uh, heroes how to fight, including Spider Man, and helped him develop Spider Fu. That's all I really know about him. I know he he kicks ass, and he trains the other heroes. (laughs) This is, okay, this is why we're doing this as a test run today. Uh, Just just to work out the bugs and the kinks like this before we start uh, our regular uh weekly shows and we you know what i'm going to give you guys i'm going to give you guys homework the people the people watching this uh live stream or listening after the fact i'm going to give you homework we are going to uh we're going to interact obviously with the chat like i've been doing right now not just uh when dave's gone but overall we're going to be interacting with the chat so we're going to give uh, give you guys some homework, a riff to watch, uh, so that you'll be more familiar with it while we're discussing it on the next show. We're probably not going to have that for this Sunday's episode, simply because Dave and I haven't been able to to talk about it. Uh, but, oh, Dave's got an idea. Let's see. odd literary cross over him being the son of the famous villain created by Sex. Don't lick the wires, Dave. Yes, I agree. Uh, I agree with Matthew J. not don't, don't lick the wires. That's not going to help anything. I think... We're probably at this point uh going to be done with Zencaster uh overall, not just because of the of the issues that we've had in the past with it uh but I don't think we need uh I don't think we need to be able to record it through that. We don't need it. It's not going to be a necessity anymore because we're going to be doing it this way and we'll obviously get the audio through the live feed. I don't know what his uh I don't know what his idea is here. But uh maybe he wants to try a different audio source. I'm going to mute this for a second cuz I'm going to try Doing a, uh, a voice call? Yes, I can. <laughs> That's fine. It sounds, it sounds fine. I, it sounded fine. Hello, are you there? Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, you're hearing a one-sided conversation with Mr. Chadwick here. Uh, Dave... Uh oh 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 hang on I'm gonna try this one more time. I got disconnected on my end. Hey, what's up hero squad? Thanks for joining. Hello, mister Chadwick. Mr Dave Chadwick, can you hear me? Well Well What? Ah The suspense is unbearable. Oh oh I think he's calling me back. Except let's see. Hello, Mr. Chadwick. Yes. Hey, there you are. We can all oh, hear right. you now. All right, okay,
1: cool. So, like, okay, here's what I had to do. For some reason, my, like, just, like, right as we, right as we went live, like, right as we went live, my, like, not just my Wi-Fi, but my entire service just crapped the bed. So, uh, I don't know what's going on. So, <laughs> now we're just talking on my phone. Okay. Well, it works. So, so, like, the quality might not be that great.
0: Eh, it's not. It's not terrible, to be honest. It's pretty good.
1: Okay. All so right. Welcome. Yeah, like, welcome. I'm basically, and welcome I basically to the just show. have to go outside. Yeah. Thank you. Th- thank you for being here for the True Blue Riftcast. Now, when I last caught up with the show, you were talking about the box office, and. uh <laughs>
0: Matthew says, "Why do they have to introduce new characters to a beloved show this way? This is the final season of Silk <laughs> Stockings all over again."
1: That's funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, uh, so I'm basically like now I'm now I'm outside. This is this is awesome. This is going to be the first uh, scenic route version of the True Blue Rift of the True Blue rift cast. <laughs> so, um yeah, so <laughs> So I'm so sorry. I can't tell you how sorry I am about about that. So uh, I mean, I'm just, we're just gonna have to wait fault, for my service. So. to yeah, it's the uh, no, but it was so crazy because it happened literally like I was listening to Rock Till You Die and then everything yeah, just the, gone. Uh, so, <laughs> and me and Jeremy were talking for like for like an hour with no problems.
0: <laughs> if you could Pokemon Go at the same <laughs> time, Dave, that would be an awesome cross promotion. Says if I Matthew could
1: Pokemon Go at the same. Do people still do people still Pokemon Go? Is that still a thing?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's still going strong.
1: Wow, that's (laughs) that's crazy to me. But like, because you know that happened way back when I was thirty-five, and now I'm forty. So. (laughs) Well, you got to do that to me. Well, hey, just just take comfort in the fact that you're older.
0: That's that's Dave's favorite <laughs> pastime is reminding me how old I am.
1: Uh, really? Is it? Is that the one, or is it is it me reminding you that I've been to Rift Tracks Live in Nashville and you haven't? <sighs> which which one is it?
0: I both. It's definitely both.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about Rift Tracks Live in a minute, but um, I'm not sure. See, like I'm like 20 minutes late to the show, so I have no idea where we are. Uh, and I don't have the listener in front of me anymore. So I'm just kind of like flying blind. It's like I'm talking to my pal on the phone.
0: <laughs> well, except so, it's yeah. being broadcast to uh, Matthew J. Elliot yes. and, and a few others.
1: Yeah, nice. Hey, Matthew. You're the best. Love you, bro.
0: Uh, Matthew says Hillary Clinton still Pokemon Goes.
1: <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, there's a pantsuit joke there. Pantsuit, like, what's a Pokemon that like you could uh, have like a pantsuit evolution? I don't know. I don't do Pokemon. <laughs> uh, Isn't that what Hillary Clinton known for? Is
0: pantsuits? Yeah, the power, power pantsuits or whatever.
1: Power pantsuits, yeah. There's, like um, uh, Snarlax pantsuit. I don't know. I'm I'm sure if <laughs> I'm sure we could like brainstorm it if we you know, if we weren't live on
0: Twitch. <laughs> 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 oh, man. So this is, as so, I was yeah. saying, this is why we we were doing this as, like, a test run.
1: <laughs> Just to yeah, see. Yeah, so, like, yeah. Yeah, there's no welcome back from the edits, everybody, on this one. This is, no. all, this is all the show. Well, this, do is, a live. this is 100% prime content right here.
0: Mm. Oh, man. Uh. So, yeah, one of the other things that we like to talk about here is – uh. The disastrous Pokemon Go to the polls joke, yeah, yes, Matthew, I agree. <laughs> um, we we like to we like to check in and see uh, see what James oh Wen is doing. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> and, oh. Uh, guys, you need to you need to go. James
1: Wen tweets: This is fantastic this 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 latest james wen tweet like we started this like you know like you know it just seems like we don't ever prepare to do it i always just kind of like check his twitter feed before the show starts and it suddenly becomes like a whole department yes because it's, it's um, one of our
0: features now
1: yeah so 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 this week's james wen tweet
0: we we actually uh, have it, a few to cover because uh the last time that we we actually got our podcast up uh, there's been quite a few things uh, since then that we actually covered in the last recorded episode that still hasn't made its way to the internet uh, for all you to hear. But uh, one of the things that he tweeted was about uh, Patsy van Ettinger or Ettinger uh, who played Natalie's mom in Birdemic, uh passed away oh, um, on July that 25th. Was that was the last time. That was the last time we, uh, that might've been the last one that got posted. Um, uh, He's got a picture of him with Tippi Hedren. Uh, and then there's uh, the guy who's playing the CEO in the movie, uh, apparently with his uh, James Bond's 007 Aston Martin car, which plays into this latest tweet from James. Uh, it's a, a link to a YouTube video, and I'm going to uh, play it, and you Probably be able to hear it. I'm going to mute this part because it's literally just him driving slowly for the first couple minutes of this. Yeah, uh, no, the, it feels yeah, like a couple like, minutes. The, the whole thing's only two and a half minutes, but you know, all of his characters in his movies drive super slow. And I think that's just how he drives in real life because all of the footage from this, that's it's like 40 seconds of him driving and it feels yeah, just, like it's, it's, just, it's an hour because it's so slow. It's, it's, it's,
1: all, it, it's all, no, it, it, it's all. Um, as they say in, um, as, oh, they say in uh, Hangar, as they say in Hangar, as they Hangar Eighteen, uh, Matthew J. Eliot, Matthew J. Elliot and Ian Potter, uh, Birdemic Cam, I wonder if they got that sequel funded. Well, they didn't get it funded, but they made it anyway.
0: Uh yes, uh, Matthew says the online campaign to get James Wan to direct the next Bond movie begins here. Just yeah, check. Because the, this Is he car. No, well, yes, I, I paused it. Uh, oh. he's the, the license plate on this car says 007, space, 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 M. So, yeah, I don't, you know, what's the deal with that? I I, I don't know. But uh, let's hear what James has to say about oh, uh, Birdemic 3. Oh, let's hear this guy has to say. Along with the Brontosaurus of a man. <laughs> yes, I stole your joke. Uh, the Brontosaurus <laughs> yeah, of oh, a dude, man. Is my joke. Who's the main character in this. He's the rod of this movie, and this guy. This boy is tall, but let's
1: Yeah, and he got a let's hear. Neck.
0: Yeah, let's hear what James has to say as he takes uh, forever to get out of the car. Here, hi, James.
2: Expecting the other James.
1: I can't hear him, uh, but uh, like I already James know what he Wynne, says. Uh, uh,
2: probably know me, uh, James, uh, the guy who created the Pandemic, and I'm just want to update you. Uh, on the, the status of the epidemic uh, 3 production.
0: I, I'm pausing him because he is super quiet and I have to crank it all the way up.
2: <laughs> I, I,
0: I,
1: I, I was about to say, I like on my end, I can't hear him, So, but I already yeah. know what he said, so like I can't react to him. And sometimes I think like I lost the connection. But yeah, go <laughs> ahead and, and continue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right.
2: And uh, things are going great. You know, we're filming in Santa Cruz and to be at San Juan Batista and uh, and things are going well uh, even more we have a great cast uh, uh, you know so, uh, starting with uh, uh, Ryan Lord uh, come on Ryan it's uh, it, uh, who plays uh, uh, Evan uh, a, a scientist who who study aging a gerontologist and Ryan's doing great job you know hey guys hey okay? great. And uh, it's going to be a big star, you know, coming. You know, so uh, gl- gl- very happy to have him uh, in, 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 uh, in Bidemic 3. Okay? And also, uh, we have uh, a beautiful talent,
0: uh I love the people uh, Julia yelling on the Colbert. golf course And him uh, she
2: is beautiful and talented. <laughs> and uh, she plays Kim uh, as a marine oh, biologist. Okay. So I'm excited. Uh, we're going to release Bidemic 3. Uh, in uh, in early two, uh, 2022, we we'll have to premiere in Hollywood and do the World Budemic, uh War Tour, Bodymic Three World Tour. World Tour. Uh, I'm excited and ecstatic, and uh, happy Bird
0: Happy Bird Demic! Yeah. James, thanks, James, I still hate you. <laughs>
1: I still hate you. I know uh, you've probably completely forgotten about me, but I still hate you. Seeing that won't? video. <laughs> Seeing that video, like, it, 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 like, like, I thought I was over it, but then, like, whenever I see your face, I was like, yeah, no, nope, not, not at all.
0: Uh, Matthew J. Elliott, uh, they won't so much release it as allow it to escape. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I like having a professional comedian, a comedic writer uh, in here. He is, he is just uh, killing it today.
1: Yeah, okay, well, uh, uh, about that the a the, the little story about Matthew J Elliot and Ian Potter um oh. i included uh Matthew J Elliott and Ian Potter as cameos in storybook volume 3 4 years ago um and uh you know i'm not going to like put words in their mouths without like you know like say so i sent it to both Matthew and Ian and I'm be like hey guys uh, uh i'm going to do this uh hopefully you know like i don't want to put words in your mouth Uh, Without you knowing what I'm going to have you say. So, here, if you got a problem with it, let me know. And uh, Ian wrote me back almost immediately with like a joke that was 10 times better. And that was like one of like two lines that I didn't write that made it into a storybook. And it was like, I was just like, he's writing better jokes for me. And it was just like, I was like, it was really cool. (laughs) So, thanks, Ian, for that.
0: Uh, Thanks, Ian, for,
1: for improving my material.
0: Matthew uh, still wants to hear your dead on impersonation of him.
1: Of of who? <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's never No, that doesn't exist. Doesn't, exist. doesn't uh,
0: exist. Yeah, I could I could do it but it would end up more like an Australian accent because anytime. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so that's no, I'm not like, going to do it.
1: You would be like you would be that, that that'd be great. That would be Jeremy Jeremy Pluda impersonating Dave Chadwick impersonating <laughs> uh, Matthew J. Elliot. That's what our patrons pay for.
0: Uh, yeah, except uh, you know, we 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 stopped that. Just so everybody knows we did we did suspend oh, uh, right. the Patreon just because it's not. I don't I don't feel like we're giving everybody their money's worth right now. Uh, hopefully, with uh, with doing this live and and us both being reinvigorated on the podcast and doing it more on a regular basis again.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, 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 we both have new schedules now, so
0: yes. And uh, yeah, so us being able to do this every Sunday night, uh, I think is going to, is going to help that. And uh, maybe Oz riffs are the way to go instead of Brit riffs. Mm. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I don't know who yeah. they would get. And there'd be an awful, an awful lot of uh, censoring needed. I think.
1: Yep. It'd <laughs> be like a whole lot of baby ate your dingo jokes. or No, wait, that's wrong. <laughs> the dingo ate your baby. That's 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 the
0: joke. I don't know. I like baby ate your dingo. The <laughs> baby ate your dingo jokes.
2: Maybe the baby correct.
0: ate your dingo. So anyway, Sunday game plan. Na- <laughs> no, it's not Sunday night right now, Matthew. We're going to be doing them every Sunday night after this point. <laughs>
1: Yes, yes, yes. Right now is a uh, is a boycott day of Twitch that we didn't know about, but yeah, the show must go on. We kind of
0: planned this on the on the wrong day. (laughs) Oh man, Dave's Um, internet
1: just craps the bed. Happy true
0: blue Riftcast. We hey, hey, it's not the thumbs up right now. I just did a thumbs up too, right at the camera. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's it's not the true blue Riftcast if we don't have problems while we're recording it. I mean that's that's kind of. That's kind of, you know, par for the course here. Um, but, yeah, how about we actually uh, talk about rift tracks?
1: Well, were we going to talk about James or just, or I mean, like, I think we oh. already covered it. That, yeah, I think that, we covered that, enough about uh, James. Yeah, he's... That, 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 like, just long car driving. He thinks he's James Bond for some reason. Were you expecting the other James? No. No.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But uh, Birdemic Ah. 3 is going to be a colossal uh, train wreck. And I can't wait to to see it blow up in his face and see that nobody cares. But anyway, Rift
0: Tracks. See that nobody cares. Uh, Well, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about uh, Rift Tracks Live. (laughs) Woo! And to start that off, hang on, hang on. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. To, To start that off, we're going to be bringing back another one of our departments here. Are you ready for this?
1: Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, go ahead.
0: Shorts. Yes. Yeah, shorts. It's the short reviews of Rift Tracks Shorts. Back once again to start off our discussion about Rift Tracks Live Hobgoblins, which started out with a wonderful little short from Cornet Instructional Films Life in a Medieval Town. And uh, it's about a young serf who uh, goes from the the lord's castle into the town nearby to trade a cow for some shoes, basically. <laughs> he, he takes a cow, he's got to sell the cow, take the money and buy the shoes for his lord, and he's supposed to meet the Seneschal there. And Seneschal is probably uh, the best... I'm, I'm going to call this a call forward instead of a call back because they mentioned Seneschal in the Gumby movie riff and immediately followed up the joke with uh, that will only make sense after you've watched this year's live shows. <laughs> so they were setting up a joke for the live show for the short in the uh, Rift Tracks Live Hobgoblins, for the Seneschal. Now, all this is really—it's a guy with like a green scarf draped around his head.
1: Yeah, what's and that
0: about? I—I I don't know. i would never had heard the word Seneschal before, uh, before Gumby, and I didn't bother looking it up because I was so uh, in shock from just the Gumby stuff. Yeah, the, and the, how the Gumby weird stuff it was. Is pretty uh, weird. Yeah. You know, hey, we have Matthew J. Elliot in the chat. Matthew J. Elliot, I'm sure you actually probably know what a Seneschal is because you are such a font of information. And uh, yes, the cow could have turned into shoes. (laughs) He could have turned the cow into shoes with the leather. Yes, Matthew, you are correct on that. Uh, (laughs) Wow. uh, But the the whole point was, uh, you know, he had to get the shoes made by the journeyman shoemaker uh while the his serf meets the actual uh shoemaker's apprentice in the town square the head of a medieval house i think i sure yeah. there you go seneschal head of the medieval
1: house oh, so he's like he's why like, did I, he
0: wear a scarf on his head you, <laughs> is that I, is I that don't accurate know. or like
1: Maybe they got it confused with the Grand Vizier, but I I, I don't know.
0: But this but, was, this was actually probably the most normal short from Cornet, if one, that's possible. I guess.
1: Well, I mean, okay. Look, here's the thing about about, about the, Okay, so it's it it it's a Coronet short. We kind of know what to expect, but there were times. In the short, where there were no jokes, and there were no, there was no, just like, it's just, it was just like the, 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 the sound on the, on, on, in the short itself, where they were just like passing time, the sound just goes completely out. There's like, yeah. no, there's no music. There's like no talking, and just like it just falls like into an, down an audio cliff. That's just like what? That's like, huh? And it's just, it was really disconcerting. Like, I, I, oh sorry, there's a dog right there. See, <laughs> yes. True Blue Riftcast. There's a dog,
0: <sighs> and it's anyway. not my dogs, which are always the ones. Yeah, barking. no,
1: no. It's not even my dogs. It's 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 a dog on this country
0: road I live on, <laughs> while using your phone because your internet yes. connection in your house died. <laughs> I live in the boonies, man. Welcome to the True Blue Riftcast, folks. Yeah. If you've yeah. never joined us before. <laughs> This is what it's all about. Uh yeah. But the it was it was a very good short. Uh this, you know, they always like to release their shorts from the live shows uh separately and I I think this would be a good one to buy. I mean, it was it was entertaining. It was very entertaining, very unexpected and uh, I loved it. Uh Matthew says maybe the dogs have very strong opinions on Joe Estevez. Well, That's maybe well. we can ask him in a little bit when we get yeah. to uh twenty minutes. Yeah. But first, guys, we have to talk about the rest of Rift Track's Live Hobgoblins. And that means and we are going to talk diving, about the movie Hobgoblins. Diving headfirst into the full uncut version of Hobgoblins. Okay,
1: so that's the first thing I think we should talk about is how this is the uncut version. Um, now, uh, my movie theater likes to like every, every three or four live shows, uh, my theater likes to completely botch the production. Uh, and, uh, we didn't get into the stream until about, uh, you know, halfway through the short. And it's like, oh, here it is, thanks. And, you know, they don't offer us refunds or anything. It's like, no, screw you, we're incompetent, we don't care. <laughs> um, but uh, it's like, rift tracks. what's that? Is that like something, I don't know, screw you. You, know, you paid $15 to be here, shut up. Pay $5 for a large Coke. <laughs> um, but uh, the, um, so we, so when we get into the movie, I think it's almost immediately you realize that this is that this is the uncut version. Now, uh, in the past, I have been on record as saying that uh, *Hobgoblins* is far from the worst movie ever made. I'm not saying it's good, but I always used to think that it was just like you know, a fun romp. You know, I never realized, and I really hope, Rick, Rick, I really hope that Rick Sloan never hears this. Um, <laughs> I I never realized really how bad the movie is. Um, Yeah, there's
0: so much where nothing is going on in this movie. It's literally just a character standing around or the extended cut of the uh, rake fight or shovel fight. Oh, jeez.
1: So the MST3K version, the edited version, makes the movie better. Yes. It, it makes it makes it infinitely better. You if you go and you try to watch this movie from, from front to back, like like we did at Rift Tracks Live, you're gonna realize just how crummy the movie actually is. Because all your memories, all my memories of hobgoblins is like, you know, the hobgoblin song and like, you know, all <laughs> all the great funny riffs, like you know, be like and you know, Frankie Sniffles, Bounce Bounce and the Claw, uh, all that. And be like and you know that that enhances the movie, which is what a good riff does. Um, yeah. But if but if the movie but like, MST3K took out some parts, like like the part with the parts with the uh, the boss, McCready's boss, the uh, the movie executive, in his <laughs> office with, with with like a single <laughs> lamp and knotty pine on the wall, like yeah, like knotty pine walls, crappy wood paneled walls. Yeah, it's like what what is this? And like and I was just like I was like I was aghast. I was just like, Oh my gosh, this movie is not this movie this movie is really bad.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's definitely it's a like, slog and it, in and some it's p- a places. Slog.
1: It is a slog. Um But yeah, I mean that's just that's just that's the first thing like i immediately noticed was that just like just how just how genuinely like you know like like the mst3k version that's fun it's lively ha ha like the, like the, the uncut version nope
0: yeah it, <laughs> it it feels like a different movie and normally you know with the mst3k stuff it's some of it's cut because you know nudity or whatever like uh like space mutiny um this was literally edited just to save everybody, I think. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's just but, cut out these five minutes of this character just standing there looking back and forth and not doing anything else.
1: So, uh, yeah, that's, um, I think that's the first thing that like you, meet, you immediately notice is that, yeah. is that the quality of, of, of the movie is even worse than, than, than you think. Um, you know,
0: this 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 plays into uh, an argument against, there's this guy online oh that God. every time they release a movie through Rift Tracks, he complains about whatever was cut out.
1: Okay, like, so, okay, so even that if guy. It's,
0: even if it's like the, the one scene in Jack Frost in the shower that they thankfully, you know, they edited that out well this guy complains about stuff like that this this is the case for editing some stuff out of the movies because i think like you said the the mst version of the movie itself is better because of what's not there yeah and uh if they did b girls on mst it would have been 20 minutes long yes matthew j elliot you are 100% correct on that.
1: I can't see the chat. What did he say?
0: He said if they did B-girls on MST it would have been only 20 oh. minutes long. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. Oh god, yeah. Um,
0: if you want to hear more in-depth discussion about that, go back and listen to uh British Invasion uh the episode British Invasion from a few months ago. Yes, and you we talked about you can B-girls hear in-depth in about depth. these movies. Yeah. But
1: uh, <laughs> so so Let's talk about – I mean, should we talk about the plot itself or, I mean
0: – Well, I, yeah, it's – okay, so the the old guy – there's an old guy who works at a movie studio, a defunct movie studio, which why the head of the studio is still working there uh, because he doesn't believe the old security guard about, about these, these hobgoblins. And so why is he there? The studio doesn't do anything – so he shouldn't he shouldn't be there. It should just be the old guy, protecting it at night. But who did they have a day watchman? Did they have a night watchman? I don't know.
1: I I, I don't know.
0: I, I'm thinking too much about uh, logic when it comes to this movie. And, also, uh, why
1: would you even need a white, night watchman? No one's trying to break in there,
0: right? And the only the only time that someone does break in there, it's I I don't know. I don't think it was him because the the other guy. The first security guard, the the kid that they hire to replace the old man, finds the vault where they have the hobgoblins locked away. And he opens, he goes in. Uh I think that a hobgoblin might have gotten out then. And that's why we get the other guy breaking in because he comes back later because of the hobgoblins. Anyway, they're these little these little furry Creatures that that literally look like a mix between Mogwai and Gremlin, like they mushed them together into this one weird-looking, furry, furry and scaly creature, and uh, they came from space, and they they can, uh, they can like create enter your mind things. And, yeah, you know. they can enter your mind and they can make things reality. They're they're very powerful beings in this aspect, um, and they get out. Due to security guard incompetence, and they okay. wreak havoc on this group of friends um, of, yeah friends who are, who are their acquaintances age. they're they're all idiots, they all don't really like each other, but no, they hang they out really for some you. reason uh They'll this hang out movie in
1: this, yeah, they all rent this house together
0: yes, and they're all they're all extremely horny like except <laughs> for the, the main character's girlfriend who's like this very uptight prim until the other girl's oh, boyfriend yeah. comes back from basic training and then she's oh, basically God. fawning over him too and uh maybe he
1: could learn something a thing or two from <laughs> from, from 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 this guy me and my me and my blue dress and march simpson pearls you
0: could learn something <laughs> from him he's protecting our country yeah should we get into that uh... Well, they have a rake fight out in the front yard okay, that yeah. takes okay. fifteen minutes.
1: Okay. So this movie was released in 1988. Okay. I went. I I I I served in the United States Army for a while. Some of you guys know that about me. Um, I went to basic training in the year 1998. So ten years. They never taught us how to fight with rakes. <laughs> I,
0: I I like. You didn't I do bow staff training in your hand to hand combat. No,
1: like. Yeah. So i would be like, and even if we did like that guy clearly didn't go through the training because like he had like, he has one move and that's, that's hit the, hit the, uh, hit the rake with the other rake.
0: Well, that's then like, kind and, of and, spin and, and hit the guy in the side with his hand holding the rake.
1: Yeah. So, I mean like, so like what, like, what are we going to do? Uh, 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 send, we're going to go fight the Taliban with the rakes. That's not going to work anymore. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That never would have worked. Little re- like
1: li- little real world humor there
0: for you. <laughs> yeah. God. Um. Yeah. This. So, the hobgoblins, like they're attracted to light, so of course they go straight to the the guy's house because they're having yeah. a party with flashing lights. They're the
1: only house in all of Los Angeles having a party.
0: We've got night. the uh, the nerdy kid who is extremely horny, and he calls. Uh, what is it? Nine. What's the number? Yeah, nine some, seven six. Nine, nine
1: seven six numbers. Yeah, these nine seven six numbers.
0: Scum or something.
1: Yeah, it's it, uh, we're just yeah. So, okay, okay. So so put a pin. This is kind of a coincidence because later on we'll be talking about Baby Ghost, and there's a similarity between what <laughs> happens in this movie and what happens in Baby Ghost. So so so, so, so just so just remember that uh, there's a, like a nine seven six nine hundred, number where you call a woman. Just remember that for Baby
2: Ghost.
0: These these um, used to be a thing, guys. Way back yeah. when, that was, that was, it was they were lines where you could call and have have uh, adult conversations with uh, with women on the other line.
1: Okay, I'm gonna tell a story. Uh, I, again, <laughs> it was it, it was it was me. It was me in the army. I was I was 19. It was the year 2000, and not proud of it. But like you know, I can look back on it 21 years later and laugh about it. I was like, I'm going to call one of these numbers and, 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 and see what it is. And what it is, it's like you think that like you, you like I got the impression based on like all the, this information that I had grown up with about these numbers was that you would be able to talk to the young lady on the other end. Uh, okay. No, uh, it's just it's 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 just a woman making breathy, horny words and sounds and you know and you're not the only one on the call there are other dudes there with you and i was just like hello hello and like another woman got onto got onto the line and said don't talk to the girls <laughs> what what so 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 i hung up and i got the bill and i was like well that was like cuz i was only in there for like 30 seconds and i was just like oh well that was the worst 5 bucks i ever spent you know <laughs> So, that's, like you know learn.
0: yeah that's thanks for shattering that uh that dream there for what it was yeah
1: that, yeah no yeah no you think you're going to be talking to you think you're going to be making horny talk to 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 a woman and <laughs> nope not 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 that at all you're that just there with a bunch of other sweaty guys who are you know doing you know you know what they're all doing and you're, you then you realize that you're all kind of doing it together and you know then like you and, you know,
0: that's thank, disturbing. Yeah.
1: It is very disturbing. That's why that's not a thing anymore. But now we have the internet and pornography instantly. So those are all out of business.
0: Oh, man. Uh, yeah. So that's Dorky Kyle. And Matthew uh... <laughs> J. Elliot just said that's how David and I met. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's great. Uh but he he's keeps calling this line from his friend's house and uh his friends like, Yeah, we keep getting these charges for these these numbers on our phone bill and I have to keep calling the phone company and uh and what is disputing an them.
1: Like, like your friend's making the call. Moron. Yeah. Uh
0: so there's uh let's see, the army dude was uh Nick and they have their yeah. big uh their big long they're, protracted they're- repetitive uh rake fight, yeah, uh, and uh it's just and then the next night is when the burglar shows up at the uh the film studio, and uh Kevin finds the vault and opens it up, and the little alien demon, not quite gremlin puppets, yeah, uh, they escape, they take off in like uh the golfing cart that the guy yeah. drives around uh a couple well, of them are sitting there the holding head. hands, which is nice.
1: Run up and catch you you, you bastard. Just it's very it. slow. Yeah.
0: Oh man. Donald uh, Trump
1: rides around in one of those. You can catch him.
0: Um the uh the Hobgoblins Escape, like we said, they go and they torture the friends. Uh they they turn the girlfriend, the the little prude uh Amy. And she goes to uh Club Scum.
1: Oh God. And yeah.
0: uh she goes up there to be a burlesque dancer. Uh, like then, sh- like
1: it, it is the worst club, by the way. Can, can, uh, I, can I just point out that club scum would be like, okay, oh, yeah. you guys can't come, like, okay, uh, come into our house like, oh, we're all underage. Oh, well then you all need to leave. Not yeah. only is it illegal for us to serve you, you're taking up valuable space for paying customers. So no, they the provide
0: them They provide them with the fake IDs. <laughs> no, I, yeah, <laughs> Like, okay, how many IDs I do you need? Yeah, it's yeah, terrible. I,
1: I know that, but but, but what I'm saying is, is that, like, that's that's not reality.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, 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 no. I, I mean, you know, maybe in the 80s, you know, at, at some actual skeezy club hidden, you know, somewhere downtown, you might have been able to I'm, do that. But
1: I'm contributing to the delinquency of a minor.
0: Yes. Uh, Matthew J. Elliott's bringing up a good point in the chat, which is something that I wanted to to mention, about how the MC at Club Scum uh has a crazy number of credits on IMDB. And this this is very true. There there's, there's uh, a
1: rift connection here, ladies and gentlemen, believe yes, it or
0: not. There's there's not just a rift tracks connection. I mean he's done a lot of very popular voice roles in cartoons. Um but he, he is the uh the computer in star games.
1: Yes, the clown, Happy the, the clown, is, or whatever. He is the clown hologram man in Star Games. He is about the forty-fifth most craziest thing in that whole movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> but he did. Uh, he's done a lot of voice work uh, in the cartoon, The Spectacular Spider-Man, one of the best Spider-Man cartoons. Uh, he was the voice of Jay Jonah Jameson in that. Uh, he did a bunch of uh, voices in uh some transformers cartoons, Scooby-Doo cartoons, he was Batman in uh the 2010 DC Super Friends. Uh but most people would recognize him as Cosmo from The Fairly OddParents, one of the two main uh fairy godparents in that in that cartoon. Uh that's probably his most prominent role that he did. And I thought that was very interesting to see uh, that he, that he did that voice That's, because yeah. I've heard that voice a lot because my kids watch the crap out of that show.
1: I don't have kids and I was way, I was aged out of Nickelodeon by the time that, 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 that cartoon came on, but Hey, you no, know, great for him. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. So he's, I mean, in this, I'm just going through his voice work in in western animation. He's done a bunch of uh of anime stuff. He did a bunch of movies, uh anime movies, video game voices. Uh it's yeah, he's he's Matthew Jayle is right. He has a an extremely large list of credits. So at least one person from this movie went on to have uh a a pretty good career, right. which is surprising. <laughs>
1: okay so th- th- there is something else about about club scum or, or the scene at club scum that kind of stood out to me and I never noticed it before and I, I, I don't know why I never noticed it before but it's like a glaring contradiction and the explanation is obvious uh, is you know it's just the actress is a real person who's not really her character but uh, the um, uh, what's her name Susan the uh, the girlfriend who uh, really wants to go and just like you know Shake her booty on on stage. That's that's Amy. Uh, I was like, uh, Amy. Okay, yeah. Tight Amy. Um, so so Amy, she's like you know you know like you know very you know very very, I don't know if churchy is the right word, but that's the word we would use here in Utah. Very churchy, very you know, prim and proper. But she gets up there, and she has. <laughs> there's no nice way to say this. She has a tattoo right there on her boob. And you gotta wonder, what is this? What is this prim and proper uh, young lady doing with 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 a tattoo on her boobie?
0: Uh, uh, I and, will go you know, with because, like like. It was a temporary tattoo that she. It was a temporary tattoo. That's that's my that's that's what I'm gonna go with. <laughs> okay. Temporary tattoo. But just She yeah, wanted to so look the, more um, sexy.
1: She wanted to look more sexy for her boyfriend. She's not having sex with.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, just when she got up on stage. Was that ever?
1: Oh, oh. so it's not, it's not fresh ink. It's, it's, you know, it's uh, because yeah, she, 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 she didn't go out when she was infected by the hobgoblin and get that, get her, get catted up like that night. She just like uh, stopped by like a gas station and. You know, got a couple of those like uh, spongy dinosaurs too, and they had like stickers in them. They had like, <laughs> yeah. you know, the little you capsule know, like, dinosaurs. She got, I mean, like, those, yeah, yeah, the, the little plastic egg. Yeah, she got a couple of those. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. That's that's all the explanation we need for that. Um, yeah. Anyway, they they have a uh, a fight scene in the club, a battle against <laughs> the hobgoblins, where. Uh, the hobgoblins get into uh, the army guy, Nick's uh, Nick's head, and he brings him, like, a bunch of grenades and stuff and tells him he has to yeah. fight off these, these intruders. Like, and so he they're, just they're, starts... Okay,
1: so is that guy, is the sergeant, is he an illusion?
0: I, I'm pretty sure he's he was created okay. by the hobgoblins. By the hobgoblins. Because then his whole okay. thing is uh, he wants to get Daphne... Uh, to uh service the the uh service the servicemen if you will and
1: no,
0: um, no, 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 I mean he, he pretty much says it you're going to join you're going to join this and uh the USO be and a, you're going to do this
1: be a morale officer because that's something that happens
0: <laughs> uh so nick starts throwing hand grenades all over and uh the effects here are are not great because you know, they he throws a grenade over, and then twenty feet over to the left, it explodes. You know, stuff like that. Uh, Nick ends up uh, getting blown up by his uh, his commanding officer. Yeah. And well, he doesn't get uh, blown up. Is Nick also under age? If so, how did he get in the army? Well, I don't know. If, I don't know that they're joined, all. Okay. They're not well, okay. all I... under age. I think they're adults, but they're all under twenty one.
1: Well, here's the thing also about that. I, was, I, I actually joined the Army, the Army Reserves, I should say, when I was 17. Uh, and I had to basically talk my parents into uh, letting me do that. And I went to basic training in between my junior and senior years of high school. And after I graduated high school, I went to uh, advanced individual training, which is the second half of basic training, where you go and you learn your specific job in the military. All so right. you can join the army when you're when you're when you're underage. And when I was 18, and after I completed my job training, I actually went full time. And uh, so yeah, so you can. But it's it's um. I'm not sure if you can still join the full time army when you're 17. I, I, you used to be able to. I'm not sure what the regs are that are like, like now. AR 601210 has probably been changed since the last time I joined the army 23 yeah, years probably. ago. Yeah, probably. But uh, um.
0: Yes, the the legal drinking age uh in the States, Matthew, is uh twenty one. And uh now in a lot of states that's also the legal smoking age, uh which is interesting. But you can still join the army at eighteen and uh you know.
1: Yeah. And get, anyway. and get arrested for underage drinking
0: while <laughs> you're serving in the army. Yeah. Uh anyway, moving on from uh from the military. <laughs> yeah. Uh they, they t- defeat all the Hobgoblins, or they think they defeat all the Hobgoblins. They go back to the studio to uh, tell the old man, uh, and then the Hobgoblins uh, show back up. They run back into the vault uh, after the old man shoots the uh, Hobgoblin who's controlling the burglar who showed back up again. And uh, then it, Mr. McCready, we're going back into the military here again. He asks uh, if he ever told, he's like, did I ever tell you what I did in the Army? He's like, no. He's like, uh, munitions. And then he pulls out a remote detonator and blows up the studio.
1: Yeah, he's going to jail.
0: <laughs> and then uh, Nick, Nick shows back up again, and he's not all burnt up from yeah. the grenade anymore. And they get back in the van, and uh, yeah, they start bonking. They start yeah. bonking again, and it's literally bonking because the van's rocking and it's going doink 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 doink, like it's making that sound effect, which probably is one of my favorite things in that whole movie to be honest just Very that tricky, sound yeah. effect yeah uh but yeah it was the best part about about this Rift tracks live it's not that it was hobgoblins it was the fact that it was riff tracks live yeah and like yeah we the were back we're in the back theater in, yeah watching this really, on yeah. the big screen uh it felt like it it's felt like, like oh, coming life. home
1: Life kind of maybe returning to normal, sort of. Sort maybe, of. If we're all good.
0: Yeah. Or it's, else. It's it's getting there, and you know, hopefully, hopefully it stays there. I mean, you know, things are kind of looking a little iffy at the moment, but mm-hmm. uh, I mean, you know, he look look. Rick made this movie on a fifteen thousand dollar budget. <laughs> really, and, it
1: was that much.
0: Yeah, like. You know, I think if I only had $15,000 and I tried to make a movie, I can't say that it would turn out any better than this. Yeah. I mean, I if I tried to, think, to make a yeah. movie in general, I don't think it would turn out any better than this.
1: I don't think this is the worst movie ever. I don't even no. think this is the worst movie that Rift Tracks has done.
0: Oh, no. Um,
1: but it's definitely seeing, seeing the, uh, like we were saying before, seeing the uh, seeing the uncut version makes me see it completely differently.
0: <laughs> yes, I will, I will agree with that 100%. Um speaking of of movies that are worse than this that Riff tracks has done.
1: Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. We're gonna go just go just, we're just gonna go headlong.
0: Yes, we're right just gonna dive to head first right into oh,
1: Baby God. Ghost. Uh, 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 baby Ghost. Yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. So um I actually I, I actually think I do the baby ghost song better than the baby ghost song people do.
0: <laughs> oh, that's that's one hundred percent accurate.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. So, so longtime listeners of the True Blue Rift cast know that um, uh, Baby Ghost is something me and Jeremy have been uh, clamoring for. Yes. Uh, based based on based on three things. One, it's based on uh, I think probably the most important thing is that it was made by the director of Roller Gator. So it's like so it's like. Roller Gator adjacent. It's Roller Gator related. Yes, and that's that. that that's a very exciting to us.
0: And it it also has Joe Estevez in it because. Yes. Why wouldn't it?
1: Yeah. Um, two, the uh, the Baby Ghost song obviously, and three, like the trailer is just like, oh, this thing looks so awful. They have to do it, and um, you think that Baby Ghost is going to be like uh, a fun romp, like <laughs> like like Roller Gator is. Um, <laughs> Uh, I don't want to say that I regret harping <laughs> on riff tracks to to make them do this, but um, it, the movie was not what I was expecting.
0: <laughs> no, this like, like, movie, like, like,
1: like, like it failed to reach my lofty expectations set by Roller Gator.
0: Yeah, and it, it came out. He it, it was made in the same year as Roller Gator.
1: Oh, well they used up all their they they used up their entire travel budget for Roller Gator.
0: Yeah, i I think so. Uh but yeah, That's this not movie a joke. Okay, Joe Estevez plays a photographer, uh, uh someone uh, who yeah. takes like portraits of children, you know, like uh they used to do at like Sears yeah. and uh and stuff like that and in department stores back in the day. Uh Matthew back J Elliott says in the year it feels nineteen
1: ninety five
0: it feels at this point like Riff Tracks is stalking Joe Estevez. How long till they tackle his 2015 masterpiece Bikini Inception? I Oh, oh no. I I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't like the sound of that movie. Um but real quick, I'm going to point out there was one other uh, at least one other kids movie that uh, Donald G Jackson made in the same year in 1995. Um called the little lost sea serpent.
1: Rift Tracks you can skip that one.
0: Um well <laughs> uh, if 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 what i have heard is to believed it might be getting pushed for by somebody internally. Oh
1: uh, yeah, i'm not going to mention any names. <laughs> I'm not going to mention any names who might be pushing that thing, but as an issue is our Connor Lestoga. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're probably right on that one. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> uh, Baby Ghost, let's see, Joe Estevez, he's a photographer, I already said that uh, it shows him struggling to take a picture of some of some kid with a rat tail, a bull <laughs> cut and a rat tail. Um, and he's it's like... It's the 90s. <laughs> yeah. He's he's trying to get this kid to, to pay attention. I think he, like, tries to, like, dangle, like, some little kid's toy in front of him. Yeah. Uh, but you know it, it's a it's a major failure. And then a couple of the kids go wandering off through the building, uh, have to elude this totally overzealer Paul Blart, uh, who's chasing oh, them through the building and like putting everybody in chokeholds when he yeah, whenever no, he no like sees somebody. Yeah, well, and, yeah,
1: uh, well he was in a, he was in a Viet Cong prison camp for three years. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so he's, so you know, got funny. some PTSD to deal with. Yeah. Hilarious. Perfect for a kids' movie. Um so they they end up wandering off and they find this this crappy wooden box okay. that's uh chained up in in some room on top of a barrel.
1: Okay. There are a few things I want to say about this box. Yes. Okay. One, okay. Uh, let's talk about how it was found it was found it was it was chained up with and with a padlock on it okay yeah. with with a modern padlock now you could just slide the way it was done you could have just slid the uh, the the chain off and it would have been fine you wouldn't have had to have unlocked anything it was just wrapped around it right okay so that's the first thing second thing is uh this girl Automatically thinks, okay, well, I'll try my mom's measurements. <laughs> yeah. What? Number one, number one, why, did, uh. why is it that that's what immediately pops into this little girl's mind, my mom's measurements? And those measurements are ridiculous, by the way. <laughs> uh, they're just, like, not human. If, you know, like, if I understand measurements the way I think I do, I don't know. But um, second, it's chest, uh, uh, waist third, and, and butt. Yeah. But, but the thing is, is like but it, it worked like, oh, that that says that's, it. like, that's a, that is the weirdest coincidence.
0: And of course, all I um, all I ever think of when I hear measurements is is uh, baby got back. Thirty six, twenty four, thirty six. Only if she's five, three.
1: I, I, I'm gonna have to take your word on that. that. Like, is she? Wouldn't that be grotesque?
0: Uh, I, maybe.
1: Okay, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I know very little about this. I, about this yeah, I don't there.
0: know what that actually, you know,
1: yeah. What that, what that would look like. I know but, what they're um, for,
0: but I don't know what it means.
1: Yeah, but um, so anyway, so like, so she unlocks it, and this box. Uh, she looks at it, it's very mysterious, it's like, it's like this crappy wooden box I got that they got it at the dollar store, <laughs> uh, and someone put, but it has the Eye of Horus on it, Those so you don't know the Eye of Horus is the Egyptian symbol representing the god Horus, um, so immediately you're thinking, uh, you know, I'm not an egghead, but like immediately you like, oh, well this has something to do with, with ancient Egypt. And the ancient Egyptians lived five thousand years ago on another continent. Yeah. So, like, so, you're, so you're kind of wondering how that's gonna gonna fit into it because the Eye of Horus is re- featured very prominently on that box. Okay. Put a pin in that.
0: Okay. Yes, so that is. That. Okay. There, there yes. is definitely some that has to uh, some information we get later that has to do with that, and and really confuses the issue even more, as if we would expect yes. anything different. Uh, from this but uh Joe Estevez calls this psychic hotline.
1: And this is this is this is what the uh, this is what uh, uh the, the connection to Hobgoblins is.
0: And it's remember it's, an hour ago? Yeah, it's not the Miss Cleo's hotline or Dion Warwick's hotline. This is some completely different charlatan that they call. And uh, it's just some lady who puts on an accent, but for some reason she dresses up in like full fortune teller garb in her office.
1: To, yeah. She goes to an office instead of it's, it's it's, 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 it's not a home business. It's, no. It's, she goes to an office to do this because it's making that much money.
0: Yeah. It, she, it does that, get that, that, brought that she, up she later. Office space. Yeah. It does get brought up later because she's in the same building.
1: Yeah. That's, that, that's the thing. It's like, 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 when it's revealed that these people are in the same building, it's like, and they've never met. And, uh, he's way, Joe Estevez is way into uh, tarot card reading. You think he would have noticed the fact that she, she dresses up like, yeah. like a tarot card reader.
0: Like you would think they and, would have and, passed and... each other somewhere in this building.
1: Yeah. In this
0: run down, surely almost condemned office building that they were using. Like it... It doesn't look very active. Like there's not anybody in this office building. Unless they just filmed it, you know, overnight one night. And which wouldn't surprise me if they just did the whole thing overnight. Uh but there's like a couple like thieves who break in. Yeah. And, and uh they're they're, they're 100 work. times more inept than Harvey and Marv uh from Home Alone, which actually gets gets mentioned in this as a joke that the baby ghost is uh, Kevin yeah, McAllister of, from Home Alone Kevin because yeah. Harvey and Marv came up and 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 followed and through on their him. promise yeah. of filling him full of tiny little holes. Ah, yeah. uh, but they, they're they're inept. The maintenance man at this office building is completely. He's he's like the perfect stereotype of the old man maintenance worker. And I would say like perfect
1: because it's it's very sloppy. It's very like sloppy, it's, but yeah, all of the stuff that he does yeah.
0: is a callbacks to the old you know what you would see from that type of a character in like old fifties and sixties comedies. Yeah. Um and he's he's very much trying to perform that. Uh but the the ghost gets out and it's just giggling and, and barely I, but, seen okay. And like, oh, oh, the, the,
1: the effect is awful. Okay, so Joe, Joe asked okay, okay, all these, all these dumbasses, they all get locked <laughs> in the building. They all get locked in the building overnight, somehow. And uh, Joe Estevez meets the fortune teller, and the fortune teller just flat out insults him. <laughs> just like, just flat out be like, this one loser who's keeping, who's probably the only thing keeping my business going, this effing loser calls me like four or five times a day and like it's just it, then like it doesn't even occur like like hey that i think that's me i you know i, I love fortune tellers Aren't i call you, a fortune like, teller you're, you're four to five guy. times a day <laughs> yeah and that, but like but like it doesn't like it doesn't like hit him that he was that she just completely she thinks he's an idiot that he's a loser that he needs mm-hmm. to get out and and, and live his own live a better life than, than calling her all the time. It's like, number one, rude, you know. Number two, uh, he's paying you money. What do you
0: care? Yeah. Matthew J. Like says, surely the best way to insult him would be to point out that he's in the movie. <laughs> well, she's in the movie, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it would have been a very hollow insult at that point.
1: Yes, but, um, so... I lost my train of thought. But uh, anyway, so they have to team up to fight the baby ghost, uh, who's basically like, you know, it's a very bad, like, Slimer effect.
0: Yes. And, um, and the it, puppet uh, the puppet looks like uh, they used uh, – because the original Slimer was modeled after uh, Jim Belushi because he was well, going to be – was supposed
1: to be. It was supposed he was supposed to be. Yeah,
0: he was going to be in the movie and then, you know – uh, but but the baby ghost looks like they tried to model it after John Belushi, instead <laughs> of Jim Belushi. It's it's bad. It's yeah. It's, it's so it's, bad. It's it's, it's you it's can't even, man. you can't even really. At least I can't really describe it because it's got like, it's got like a Muppet style mouth. And then it's got. It does not look like a baby. No, it doesn't look like a human. Like at all it looks like it looks like a dead bird like
1: it looks like a, it it's a monster it's a monster
0: ghost it is yes it is a monster it's a ghost.
1: monster ghost with like uh with like a uh you know how you get those sound effects on your casio keyboard and one of them is like <laughs> one of them is like a baby and like yeah. you just you just hit c c sharp over and over <laughs> that was our effects budget yeah <sighs>
0: this movie uh, seems to exist just to point out the fact that all of the characters uh, are bad at using doors. Like nobody can get any doors open. The maintenance guy gets stuck in the elevator cause the doors, he can't get the doors open. Uh, but the, the old man and the security guard, uh, decide that it's an alien and they're going to try and catch it, uh, to make money. And, uh, uh, Estevez and the fortune teller realize that it's a ghost and Estevez says, oh, it's like a baby ghost and uh, so he just calls it baby ghost the rest of the movie. And they are actually trying to figure out how to recapture the ghost and lock it back away in this mystical box that it's locked in. And they okay. find some information that uh, that this this ghost is from a kid. Who, uh, was seemingly put to death in 1635 for mischief oh, oh, and tomfoolery?
1: Excuse me, not seemingly. <laughs> this child was executed. Uh, this child was executed for for mischief and tomfoolery. Like it was a baby.
0: Like it was, it was like Dennis the Menace in 1635.
1: Only it only it was a baby.
0: Yeah, a little bit younger, probably, because <laughs> it's small, and yeah. uh, like. How how would you like execute a baby in 1635 for Was it a for witch baby mischief like, tomfoolery like, that could
1: like at least kind of track, but like you execute a baby for mischief and tomfoolery, <laughs> and then like what kind of monsters are you?
0: You know, we're gonna I, we're gonna I, kill this kid and then we're going to lock it in a box. We're gonna lock
1: its ghost in a box. Okay, now unpin this is right this is where we take the pin out this baby was this baby was executed let's let's call it like it is this baby was was murdered by yep. uh adults more than likely uh did it ever say what state this is was this in massachusetts did they tried it like well like, if it, if, this it building?
0: if it was in 1635 i mean there's very limited, the limited areas that it could have been um Probably Boston. I mean, okay. The first, the first. I just looked this up. In April of 1635, uh, the first public school opened in Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, oh
1: So, okay. So um, let's give, let's go ahead and give the filmmakers way too much credit because it's probably that, just
0: a coincidence.
1: Yeah, let's go ahead and give them way too much credit. And say that uh, yeah, this definitely is set in in Massachusetts, uh, because don't the um don't the
0: robbers have New York accents? I don't know. I, th- I think I, so. Some they have um, some sort of accent. Who knows? It's, yeah. with these movies Floyd, you can Floyd, never Floyd. tell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but let's okay. So let's say that uh, school punishments used to be way more severe. Yeah. And that's why the kid was killed.
1: Yeah, it's a capital punishment. Mischief and tomfoolery is. is, is Yeah.
0: Matthew J. Elliott just said uh, when you are Googling where would be the best place to execute a baby in the 17th century, something has gone way wrong with your life.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, that's. that's, I literally just typed in America 1965,
0: and the first thing that came up was the first public school.
1: Oh, and like, so, so you Googled where to execute a child in the 17th century and it (laughs) came up a school.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Okay. So, okay. So this track. So anyway, um, and I'm continue pulling the pin out. So it's, it's, it's Massachusetts 1835,
0: uh, 1635.
1: Oh, 1635. Okay. 1635. Uh, so they, they execute this child, and they put its ghost somehow into a box that has the Eye of Horus on it.
0: Now, see, there's a lot of problems with that, because yeah. I didn't think about that until just now, but if this is in America in the 17th, or, you, yeah, America in the 17th century, I obviously can't say United States, because that's way after this, but uh, yeah. they never would have done that, because that would have been uh, dark arts, you know, sorcery witchcraft type stuff. Yeah. But also and it's Egypt. They never would have done that. Yeah. it's no. an Egyptian thing. But still, like whoever did that then would be executed for witchcraft.
1: <laughs> That's well maybe it was the witches who did it. Uh, okay, we're okay. Like, none <laughs> we're of this, way off track here. None, none of this is covered in the movie. <laughs> no. Like we're like 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 we're applying things that <laughs> Donald Donald G whoever whatever his name is, Mr. Roller Gator didn't even think about, okay? No, no. So, we always uh, do
0: this, though. We project things into these movies because we have to try and make them make sense when we're discussing them.
1: Yeah, so, but, uh, anyway, but, just like, 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 the Egypt thing, it, it, it really, it, it bugs me that, that, like, <laughs> I, I felt like I was, you know, I felt like I was lied to. I felt Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> <laughs> I take it very personally for some If that's, if
0: that's the, the thing that upset you the most about Baby Ghost, then you, you might be okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, so um, anyway, so eventually they recapture Baby Ghost. Uh, and um, uh, Joe Estevez asks fortune teller lady out on a date. And uh, then it's like uh, Baby Ghost 2 sequel. He's, they, they did that in Roller Gator 2.
0: Yeah. And thankfully. Okay, so,
1: so yeah. Neither, there was no Roller Gator 2 and there was no, no Baby Ghost 2. Uh, so um, I think like when I think about Baby Ghost, I don't really think about the Baby Ghost effect or the Baby Ghost song. I think about how, massively ugly the movie is because it's shot entirely <laughs> entirely in this building like they don't they literally don't leave the building
0: until the they, very they, very they very end. yeah and
1: but
0: that's only it, for it, it like a minute
1: roller gator it, it makes roller gator look like this epic quest to mordor and it's like <laughs> it, 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 it 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 makes roller gator look like lord of the rings i'm not kidding it sounds like a joke but like it makes it look, Roller Gator look, look like an epic. Because in Roller Gator, they went outside, they went to different locations, they yeah, went they to, had and the, beach they, they ninjas. They went on a they went on a journey to return Roller Gator to the swamp farmer. You know? Yeah. So, but here it's just like, oh, we're just we're just we're just gonna be in this office building for for an hour and for an hour and a half. I mean, it wasn't even that long, but it felt like it felt this this movie was also a slog.
0: Yes. So, uh this movie was a huge huge slog. Uh if you excuse me for a second, I have to put on Uh-oh. Somebody redeemed a thing in my Twitch, so I got to put on my Batman mask hang on. <laughs> what? This is going to make wearing these yeah, headphones tell me about extremely these things, difficult. Man. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to put this on over my headphones. This is as good as it's going to get, guys. Okay, continue. Uh, continuing with Baby Ghost.
1: No, no, I'm just saying that, like, Roller Gator Ma- is essentially Lord of the Rings compared to Baby, Baby Ghost. Like, you know, I and I, I, I know that sounds like a joke.
0: Matthew J says, Swamp Farmer, I think you'll find his name was Beauregard.
1: That's right. That's right. <laughs> what? <laughs> I got a story to tell about, about that. That was a great joke. That's a great reference, Matthew J. Uh, there was a, um, around the time Roller Gator came out, six years ago, uh, Michael J. Nelson was still on Twitter. And uh, I had recently spoken with um, Michael J. Nelson uh, over the phone for uh, the Rift Wiki uh, one-year anniversary. Um, and uh, so, I was, you know, we were following each other on Twitter, and uh, he said something, he referenced Beauregard in, in a tweet. He referenced like that, that line. He said, yeah, uh, yeah, it'd be like, or Beauregard, as you know, so his friends and I tweeted back at him. I was like, Mike, of course the name, the swamp farmer's name is Beauregard. What'd you think it was? Shelley Hack? Ah, uh, nice throwback. Is, that is, that, and that, of course, is a reference to uh, The Last Slumber Party. Another one of mine and Jeremy's favorite riff tracks, and that got a like and retweet from uh, Michael J. Nelson.
0: Nice. So I felt
1: very proud of that.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I...
1: And now, and now, and now, Mike Nelson is not on any social media at all.
0: <laughs> that's because he's smarter than us.
1: That's. Yeah, he's very... <laughs> he, he, He's a very, very smart man.
0: Yes. Wouldn't we be the lucky ones? Yes Matthew, we would be the lucky ones uh yeah baby ghost is uh is pretty bad hey uh dave yeah we got i got a question for you here uh, uh, something oh, that we oh, like oh, to oh, oh, it, something we like to ask each other when we're uh discussing yeah. these these rift tracks movies dave <clears throat> would you watch baby ghost on rift
1: i i i don't think i would i think i would i think i would get i think i would get like 5 minutes in and no nope out Even though like I've been all about Baby Ghost and like this kind of like brings us back around to the beginning of the of the discussion when I said I don't regret uh getting getting on them to do Baby Ghost for so long but like now that it's here it's just like oh maybe there was a reason they didn't do it for so long. <laughs> I mean yeah. it's um yeah I mean like it's an excellent riff. I mean we all love pancakes if you're a listener to the podcast that means that means we're not criticizing riff tracks. Uh, because rift's outstanding get it buy it nine ninety nine uh at RiftTracks.com, probably um but uh man what it's 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 not roller gator <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's it's bad when uh a movie doesn't even reach the level of roller gator like
1: it does not reach the level of roller gator <laughs> like it it is it yeah so but uh like like my my takeaway from it yeah I would not watch this movie on Jeremy Pluta. Yes sir. Yeah, you know, would you watch Baby Ghost on I think you would, but I could be wrong.
0: <clears throat> I I might have before the Rift was was released out of yeah. curiosity to finally see it. Uh but after watching it with the Rifts, no. Yeah, I no, would completely. not watch this movie on There's no way.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, it's not like, guys, it's not like me and Jeremy did not look for this movie. All we could find was the trailer. And the yeah. trailer just makes it look like a and fun time, like trailers are supposed to do. This yes. trailer did its job. Mm. Unfortunately, the movie did not.
0: Yeah, no. The only the only way that we would have been able to watch this movie beforehand would have been to buy the DVD off of Amazon for like twenty five bucks.
1: I'm not doing that. And I was not worth twenty five dollars.
0: I was tempted to because I really I wanted were. to watch it, and I'm glad that I didn't. I am so glad that I didn't because that would have been horrible, a horrible expenditure on my part. Uh, yeah, for that because there's there's no way that that would have been uh, a good purchase. (laughs) Like, um, unlike the, the, the... that was,
1: yeah. I don't know if you guys could hear that probably.
0: Yes, we could. Um, (laughs) but unlike the, uh, the four copies of haunted Ween that I purchased on DVD, uh, for the full price to send out to a few certain people, like, like, uh, a certain Mr. Dave Chadwick.
1: Yes. Yes are, are that we I talk feel about good about I
0: feel good about supporting it yes uh we're we're actually going to be talking about that soon because you know I, we've talked about haunted ween before multiple times it's been brought up on on this podcast uh but the uh anniversary of the film is coming up the 30 year anniversary of the release of this film is this year and I don't have an exact date for when it came out. Um, I, I don't know if we mentioned it before, but sadly earlier this year, the director passed, um, and yeah,
1: that's, that, that kind of sucks.
0: And I was talking to, uh, his girlfriend. She's the one who runs the, uh, the Facebook group and everything. She handles, you know, the, the selling of the, the DVDs and everything like that. And we had a nice long conversation about, uh, the movie and how, uh, he would have, uh, loved to see this movie end up uh, on something like Riffcat Rift, Cat, uh, Rift Tracks. it would have uh, it would have totally been great for him And so we're kind of we're kind of uh, Dave and uh, Dave and I at least me um, and trying to see if if maybe we can make that happen. I did forward a copy of uh, the DVD to uh, our friend Eric at Riff Tracks and um, he said that after he watches it he's going to pass it along. And we'll we'll see we'll see if it, if it happens who knows yeah but I mean, um, well, I mean
1: like I don't really I don't really bug Rift Tracks a lot I mean other than like you know joking around on this podcast to like do movies I kind of like like movies that I want to see like because yeah. like I, I I've seen how obnoxious people can get so I just kind of like to, to sit back and like let Rift Tracks kind of do their thing and you know I have said on this podcast that you know I. You know, I would like to see more MP3s. Like, I didn't used to be that, but now I'm just kind of like, well, you know, we've seen a lot of these. Yeah. Kind of like. But that's DMVs just kind of general,
0: and, generalized. Yeah. You know, and that's and that's fine. Yeah. And and I'm not. I haven't been yeah. bugging them. You know, I've been bugging anybody oh, yeah. about this Oh, no, this I one. wasn't accusing you of anything. It's yeah, not but, like uh, it's not like Light Blast. Um, but uh, oh,
1: Light Blast where we can <laughs> complete. Yeah, where, like, yeah, <laughs> but and, and people I, who've listened to this podcast know about our history with Light Blast.
0: Yeah. I I had a long discussion with her and uh, we were trying to figure out when the movie was actually released and I couldn't find anything specific but uh, I narrowed it down to uh, September uh, or early October. So in uh, probably in about a month, month and a half we're going to be doing a special episode uh, with Dave and myself and hopefully two other guests uh that nice. have watched the movie and we're just going to have a discussion about the movie itself uh because you know this this was a it was an independent film and it was one of those ones where it was bad but you can tell that most of the people were actually trying and uh, to me that's what makes a bad movie entertaining Redeemable. yeah yeah when when it's got that 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 heart behind it it's got a character to it and you know this is one that i think even if it doesn't end up on rift tracks i think that the word for this movie needs to be spread and more people need to be introduced to this film and it's even if it's just kind of like as a preservation thing uh you know that's that's i'm i don't know i'm strangely invested in this movie yeah, and uh, yeah I don't understand yeah, I'm, I'm why I agree with you but, on that, yeah. I just it's it's it because should have a time, big cult following.
1: The, I mean well, I mean it sort of does. I mean it it does I mean it's not big but it definitely does have a following. Yeah. Um but uh yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. It'll, it gives me an excuse to uh to watch the movie again because they took it down off YouTube. <laughs>
0: But it's it's been uh, you know it's been 30 years since this movie came out so I'd, I'd like to do a special episode on it and uh, you know hopefully we'll we'll get a couple people I I know one one person in particular that's uh, that's going to be a part of it um, because he has watched the movie it's actually somebody else that I sent the DVD to and um, do I know this person uh, yes you you should at least somewhat know this person oh, um, okay uh, and I'll I'll talk to you about it later uh okay, after right. after we're done with everything but yeah um i don't have a patron a patreon to plug so that's kind of weird <laughs>
1: <laughs> well i will plug something guess what everybody the novel that i wrote monkey about a monkey uh, wish granting chain smoking monkey you can get it right now on amazon the kindle version for 99 cents i'm gonna leave it 99 cents the the original plan was was that out to like make it accessible to have people take a chance on the uh, on the book Monkey by Dave Chadwick, uh, to f- to have just have it be a special sale through uh, August, but I'm gonna leave it at 99 cents for, for a minute because number one I need to raise digital sales. Physical sales have done fantastic. It's like awesome.
0: That's great to hear. Uh,
1: yeah, it's uh, yeah, but, but Kindle sales like on, on Amazon not that great. Uh and you know, since that's where the future is, um, I'm gonna leave it up there for leave it up there for you know, my on, on my Twitter I said until it reaches best seller status, but uh <laughs> I might pretend like I never said that. But um <laughs> right now it is for everybody who's listening to the True Blue Riftcast, go to Amazon, please buy my book and uh give me a cool verified uh review. And um, I have thirty copies of paperback copies of Monkey coming to me, and uh, I'm not above trading autographed copies for verified reviews. Just, <laughs> just putting that out there. Just putting it here, out here. Let
0: me uh, grab a, grab a, uh, a short link here and
1: paste. I'm outside in the boonies. I, I can't. There wait, you go. Front of my ear. I, I can't do anything. So I there's you, <laughs> There's
0: a link in the chat right now for you guys. Um if you if you want to go spend ninety nine cents and uh and help Dave out. Uh yes, Matthew J, you know what? Go ahead. If you want to, if you wanna plug your uh comedy audio series Murder and the Murdochs, uh go ahead, post a link, drop a link to it. You're yeah, you're a that. good yeah, friend Matthew for us. J., go I, ahead.
1: Yes, absolutely. Do that. Do that, Matthew J. <laughs> we uh, but, appreciate you. We love you. Yeah.
0: For now, I think that's going to wrap things up for the podcast. Uh, make sure you stay tuned. Uh, once once we're done playing our ending song here, uh, I am going. Oh, you can't post links. Let me. I'm gonna to have to fix that for you, uh, Matthew. Well, you can do maybe. It. Yeah, send me a link in uh, in Messenger, uh, Matthew, and I will I will post it. Uh, but we're we're gonna wrap up the podcast now. Make sure you stay tuned to the stream. Uh, because I'm going to be working on something else Rift Tracks related, uh, and I could use some input from some people, especially Matthew J. I think you would be amazing at helping me come up with ideas for this. Um, but I'm I'm currently working on a custom uh, Quiplash 3 game uh, based on Rift Tracks. All the prompts are going to be Rift Tracks, and I am less than half of the way through the maximum amount of uh prompts that I can have. So I'm going to work on that. I want to get that done. I know the Riftrax guys play uh Jackbox games at the uh at the uh their their Riftrax house when they're doing the uh, live shows, so uh, I'm going to send it to them and hopefully they'll have fun playing it. And then of course, you know, we'll play it with the with the Riftrax community uh, at a future date as soon as it's done. Uh, but I am Jeremy. Of course, you can find me at pbandawesome.com, at pbandawesome on uh, on Twitter and uh, YouTube. And, uh, yeah, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at tbriftcast.
1: Uh And I'm Dave Chadwick. Uh, you can check me out on my website, which is davechadwick.info. And uh, my Twitter handle is, uh, it used to be Sugar Dodge for a very long time, but since I'm doing my rebranding, I want to be taken seriously. My uh, my uh, my Twitter handle, same account, but it's at uh, DChadwickAuthor.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's going to do it for the podcast for this week, folks. Uh, we'll see you next time, Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here. On the true blue riff cast. And of course, I don't have the end song queued up because <laughs> I. <laughs> Give me a second. Uh, let's see. There you go. Uh, let's, Rock, let's map. Uh, Rock till you die.
1: Movies. Okay, no. Okay. Rock till you die.